wonderful to be here uh, two years ago brother calvin explained to me about this conference and asked me to come and here i am before you and we could commence yesterday and within the time we had before us that is 30 minutes we could look at few things from the gospel according to john chapter 19 and we could uh, see what the lord accomplished on the cross and we have the disciple whom jesus loved could witness and experience the power of resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering and we have him bringing before us the five books in the new testament and the one who comments at the beginning we have in chapter 1 verse number 38 where he comments following the lord and he continue right through and we found in chapter 21 and verse number 20 where we have him still following and so he continued till the end and the one who and thus became the recipient of the glorious revelation of our lord jesus christ the gospel according to john chapter 19 may we read from verse number 25 please the gospel according to john chapter 19 and verse number 25 now they stood by the cross of jesus his mother and his mother's sister Mary the wife of Cleophas and Mary Magdalene when Jesus therefore saw his mother and the disciple standing by whom he loved he said unto his mother woman behold thy son then said he to the disciple behold thy mother and from that hour that disciple took her unto his own home after this jesus knowing that all things were now accomplished that the scripture might be fulfilled said i thirst now there was set a vessel full of vinegar and they filled a sponge with vinegar and they put it upon his soap and they put it to his mouth When Jesus therefore had received the vinegar he said it is finished and he bowed his head and gave up the ghost a verse which is found in the book of job the book of job chapter 38 book of job chapter 38 verse number 11 verse number 11 and said hitherto shall thou come but no further and here shall thy proud ways be stayed may the lord bless the public reading of his precious and holy word and grant us the spirit of wisdom this afternoon that our eyes of understanding may be illuminated or brightened or enlighten to see what god has in store for us from this portion of scripture the gospel according to john chapter 18 until chapter 21 bring to us the suffering and the glory of our lord jesus christ 
In chapter 18, we see the condemned Christ. Chapter 19, we have him crucified. Chapter 20, we have him caring, interested in different group of people. And chapter 21, we see the coming Christ. We can look at from different angle. We see in chapter 18, rejected Savior. Chapter 19, redeeming Savior. Chapter 20, risen Savior. Chapter 21, restoring Savior. And when we look at chapter 18 and chapter 19, we are given 82 verses divided into three main divisions. In the first division, we have the arrest of the Savior. And second division, we have the arraignment of Savior. There we have 28 verses. And the first 27 and the last 27 verses. And the third section brings to us the atonement of the Savior. Now what we are looking at Briefly, within the time we have before us, chapter 19, verse number 17, until verse number 42. And that can be divided into fine division. Number one, above the cross. Number two, around the cross. Number three, upon the cross. Number four, at the cross. Number five, after the cross. And we could see two subdivisions yesterday. Number one, superscription about the cross. Number two, spectators around the cross, with which we did conclude yesterday. Number three, Savior upon the cross. Lifted up was he to die. It is finished was his cry. Now in heaven exalted high. Hallelujah, what a savior. Consider how great things he has done for you and for me. To God be the glory. For he has done great thing for saving our soul for eternity. Glory, glory everlasting. Be unto him who bought the cross. And the world need today the message of the cross. And that is what we found yesterday. In Hebrew, in Greek and in Latin. The message of the cross reached to Jerusalem, chapter 2 of Acts of the Apostle. The message of the cross reached in Greek, that is, chapter 17 of Acts of the Apostle, Latin. Take us to chapter 28, the message of the cross reached to Rome. And so, beginning at Jerusalem, then Judea, Samaria, and unto the uttermost part of the earth. And so we witness reaching to Zambia, reaching to India, coming to America. And the message of the cross is sounded forth 
around the globe. In response to what he has done on the cross, what we can render unto him. Even if we offer the whole world a realm, it is too small before the loud divine. Yes, beloved, we read in the book of Proverbs, chapter 23, verse number 26, My son, give me your heart. Can we give ourselves unto him like unto Macedonian believers? Here I am, I was to become a Roman Catholic priest. In my teenage, the Lord saved my soul and made me a royal priest. Not knowing what is ahead of me, but in obedience to the call of God, I commence my missionary work at the age of 18. A long journey of 38 years in the glorious work of God. And what God commands in my teenage a small beginning. We read in the book of Proverbs chapter 8 verse number 7. Though your beginning was small, yet thy end should greatly increase. And so at the end we'll show you a video. And we'll see what the Lord is doing in and through this feeble vessel and the family. Back in Mumbai, India. Throughout India and the land of Australia and the land of South Africa, where the ministry got established, building children and young people, bringing them along with us in God's precious word and seeing them going on actively in the respective local assemblies. If the Lord takes me today, my ministry still continues. And the ministry among the elderly, caring for the aged, they can't come to us, but we can go to them. They are bedridden. We can sing song to them. We can pray with them. We can read scripture to them. And sometimes taking them to hospital, staying with them day and night, and looking after, getting them back. And the ministry among the servants of God, caring for 45 full-time servants of God, and caring for widows, and educating poor needy student, and building the assembly hall, and building library for young people, and thus serving the Lord actively, spiritually and practically, not only standing on the pulpit and ministering God's word, there are many ways we can contribute for the glory of God. One life, soon it will pass, but what is done for Christ will last for eternity. We heard of our esteemed brother, late brother Ken John, who commenced in Mumbai, where he was called by the Lord and commissioned by the Lord, and sent forth to America with his darling wife, I never ever seen a couple traveling place to place and ministering to the need among a need of God's people. And so great is a privilege thus to have such association with the God's servant who are resting in the presence of God. But now even we can be available for the Lord. 
Savior upon the cross. That is what we have here from verse number 25 until verse number 35. We have him accomplishing. What God gave unto him. In anticipation, we read of him in chapter 17 of John Gospel, where we behold our blessed Lord at the golden altar in communion with the Father. Verse number 4 and verse number 5. I have finished the work thou gavest me to do. Now, O Father, glorify thou me with thy own self, with the glory which I had with thee. And so here we have him in verse number 30 saying, It is finished. He himself accomplished all within his control. He laid down his life. And that after one of the soldiers came to pierce his side and came to break his leg, they could not break his leg. Not further. Hitherto, all been done. Savior upon the cross. His cross, verse number 17. And then we have here his mouth, verse number 29. And then we have his head, verse number 30. Then we have his legs, verse number 33. Then we have his side, verse number 34. All being in order. And this takes us back to the book of Leviticus, chapter 1. And there we have the head of the lamb. The leg of the lamb. The inward parts of the Lamb, all offered upon the altar, everything in order. The whole acceptable burnt offering. Don't you know, the gospel according to John is the gospel of burnt offering. And so we have him offering his holy life in sacrifice upon Calvary's mercy seat. From where ascended so high the whole acceptable burnt offering. Ascending to the throne of God. The throne of God is satisfied. The justice of God is met. The work is done. The gospel of burnt offering. His mouth. That speaks of his word. Never man spake like this man. Gracious words comes out of his mouth. How come? Psalm number 45, verse number 2. Grace is poured into his lips. His head. That lingers to the book of Revelation, chapter 1, verse number 14. And linking us to the book of Daniel, chapter 7, verse chapter 12, verse number 7 and 9. The ancient of days. His head and his hair white as snow. Bringing before us his wisdom, his divine maturity. His mouth and his head. His legs. Chapter 1, verse number 34 and 35. John stood 
the prophetic ministry of John the Baptist has come to an end. And John saw the Lord walked. The messianic ministry of our blessed Lord commenced. And take a look at his walk. Bringing before us the fine floor of the meal offering. No decay within and outside. It was a walk of separation. It was a walk of holiness. It was a walk of love and compassion. Can we scan that holy walk from Bethlehem until Calvary? How do you respond? First John chapter 2 verse number 6. Walk as he walked. In discipleship, we make others like us. Right? And so disciples are multiplied. The day is come. We have become like the people of the world and how we can make them like us. It was not so with the church that our brother was speaking. The church at Antioch. We find their lives were transformed. How come? The authoritative teaching of the holy word of God given by Apostle Paul. How long? One year resulted in transformation. And the heathen people of Antioch identified them. Look at their walk. Different. And the very first time the disciples were called Christians. Christians. And so the people of the world attracted to the person of Christ. By our life. A life centered in the person of Christ. A life by which our Lord is pleased. Walk as he walked. His legs. His head. His mouth. And then we find here his side. Verse number 34. One of the soldiers came and pierced his side and forth came there out blood and water. The even side of the Lord. What does it speak to us? The open highway. Right up to the heart of God. And so we can have access into his presence divine. And here we are in His presence divine. Savior upon the cross. See from His head. See from His hands. See from His feet. Sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did as such love and sorrow meet. Or thorns composed. So rich a crown. Survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died. Savior upon the cross. 
superscription above the cross. Spectators around the cross. Savior upon the cross. Number four. Scripture at the cross. Scripture at the cross. Verse number 24. Now the scripture might be fulfilled. Verse number 28. Now the scripture might be fulfilled. Verse number 36. That the scripture should be fulfilled. What scripture? What is written in the book of Exodus? What is written in the book of Numbers? 1500 BC? What is written in the book of Psalm? 1000 BC? What is written in the book of Zachariah? Prophecy, what is written before Christ, that is 500 BC. 1500 BC, Torah, the book of love. 1000 BC, the book of poetry. 500 BC, the prophecy, the book of Zachariah. Well, beloved, harmoniously coming together. And we have them around the cross in its total, complete fulfillment. Who can defeat? It's a fact. Christ died on the cross. Scripture at the cross. Time did not permit me to expound. We had to go ahead. And we find right from verse number 38 until verse number 42. Sepulchre after the cross. Sepulchre after the cross. Contributed by Joseph of Arimathea, another disciple. And Nicodemus to come together and join their hands and a fellowship together in the lovely, godly, scriptural burial of our Lord Jesus Christ. Beautiful, beautiful. We don't hear much of the burial. Of the Lord. We hear of the death of Christ. We hear of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. We don't hear much of his burial. We read in the epistle of 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse number 3 onwards, that Christ died on the cross according to scripture. And was buried. And rose again on the third day according to scripture. And here we have the burial. And when you bring them together in the light of synoptics. You get ten verbs. You can look at grammatically. Ten verbs. And so fascinating. Touching. 
inspiring. And what these two men did at that point of time, if they haven't done, there wouldn't have been any opportunity. Right at that point of time, we find God had His servant in action. And they don't wait for tomorrow. And so we have an expression here, in chapter 19 of John Gospel and verse number 27, from that all the disciple took her on his own home. The Lord said to the disciple whom he loved, John, woman, behold thy son. Then said he to the disciple, behold thy mother. From that hour, not tomorrow, not day after tomorrow, from that hour, he took the mother of our Lord to his home. What was his compensation? Can you think about? When they reached the home of John, definitely Mary must have told John, you know John, when he was born, how I wrapped him in swaddling clothes. And how gently and affectionately I did nurse him, looked after him, brought him up. And you know what they did to him? How cruelly they treated him. John must have told Mary, you know Mary, you know mother, look, one day he took me and he took Peter and James upon the mount. And there he was transfigured. He was unveiled in power and glory. And we are his witnesses. I witness of his majesty. And so they must have shared together. And thus John received compensation. Material from Mary to write from that hour what we supposed to do for the Lord. Beloved, we can't wait. When the Lord called me in my teenage at the age of 18 when I supposed to go and play soccer, I gave up my life. I did not wait. I had a knowledge of scripture. All what I knew I was blind, but now I see. And the world need the message of the cross. Standing in the streets of Mumbai from morning nine until six, distributing gospel tract, New Testament, gospel of John. Who can do this? We don't have to become eloquent preacher. I never knew how am I going to live. I never knew God will give me a ministry in South Africa. I never knew God will have a ministry in Australia. Amazing experience. I did not waste my life. Right from tender age, began to follow and serve my master. And so Joseph of Arimathea, and Nicodemus like unto John, did not waste time. They came forward. 
and they could afford what they contributed. And here we have what we read in the book of Isaiah chapter 53 and verse number 9. is fulfilled. He made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. He died with the wicked but buried in rich man's tomb. And so we find here well Nicodemus went and spent money and bought mixture of spices. Joseph of Arimathea went quickly and bought the fine, clean, costly linen cloth. We have them making use of God-given resources in the service of God. Brand new tomb. He on out of the rock. Readily available. In the near garden. And so we have them coming together. Approaching. Pilate begging the body of the Lord Jesus. What a burial service. No hymn was sung. No sermon was given. No single eology. No prayer was prayed. All done in silence. They did their job. How did they do? Well, they came forward. Gently. Carefully. Slowly. Removing those three nails. From the cross. Taking the body. Of the holy one. Their hands were stained. With the precious blood of the Lord Jesus. And bringing that body down. Gently. And wrapped in that costly. Clean fine linen cloth. And they both. Carried. That body of the Lord Jesus to the tomb nearby. And there they laid the body of the Lord Jesus. And they made secure. Yes, the stone was heavy. They rolled and shut the tomb. No name and fame. No appreciation. They departed. You read all this verb when you put four gospel account together. They contributed. God gave them resources, time, their energy in the service of God. They were available. Beloved, are you available for the Lord? How long we hear and wait where we are. Building this Babylon for what? Perishing. All what we can bring at the most to the grave. And we can't take further. But what we do for the Lord. Is what is going to remain for eternity.
the beloved disciple and four women who stood around the tomb and here two men all were fruitful useful for the glory of god what are we occupied with how many years since we are christian can we give ourselves unto the lord and the lord is able to use you and me for his glory may the lord bless you for your heart i want to show you quickly a few things what the lord is doing and reality you will able to praise god even one of my student 18 months 18 months and now he is four years he kneeled down and he pray with me in south africa at the age of 18 months he could learn five words salvation redemption glorification sanctification reconciliation 18 months young child and when he became four months he began to kneel down with me and pray with me at four years and then four year old boy can't read but you won't believe come to the platform open the hymn book and will sing stand up stand up for jesus from early years we develop disciples amazing experience i have no bible school no bible college but i have so many bible students of different nationalities getting them around the table sitting with the open bible and pen box how to mark the bible how to group the subject how to study bible and so we see disciples be multiplied going on actively in the respective local assembly 